you made it. You're here. You have all made it. It is Monday. A happy Monday. A happy a Christopher glorious. Columbus or happy Indigenous Peoples Day. Yeah, it's a good day. It's a great day. It's October the 14th. It's been a week, Andy. It's been a week of ministry. It's been a week of laughter and love. Tim. Why are you? This is a great shirt. Appreciate that. What's it made out of? Senior pastor material? Yesterday was Sunday. And this? This is the morning after. Welcome to the morning after ministry show. A caffeine feud look back on the week and ministry that was. Oh boy, Andrew! Is it possible to win top comment of the day before we the even show starts? Before we even start, I laughed. Spencer says in a couple of weeks it's just going to be them talking about insurance issues and safety concerns. That is accurate. I'm Andrew. This is Tim. And <laughs> as of yesterday, we uh, have both been demoted to the world of. Is it weird lead, to get lead pastorship? Like, I mean, there were it was a secret ballot vote of demotion. That is a weird. I mean, it was a weird it feeling. It wasn't all secret ballot. I saw that you uh, you shared yours on Insta. I if did. This do was that. a federal election. That would be a crime. I did. I did but share. I did share my ballot. Be careful, Tim. People are watching. People are definitely watching. Allison says, "Please no with the dad jokes." Jim Pertle, waha. I thought that wah. was a good joke. Senior pastor material. <laughs> he has been waiting on that for so long, like since March. I, I don't think I could wear a zebra and flamingo shirt but whatever god calls us god calls us all to be different uh, we does. have a rename the show competition Rena- i think the morning after ministry still fits it, it fits everything it's, Why w- it's a wonderful name for a show and we're thrilled that nobody else wanted it or had it it's so our show it's the name of our show and we we hang out every monday with you and we talk about the weekend ministry that was. It's really a caffeine-fueled look back. That's a caffeine, yes. There we go. So, Tim, let's just get into it. Okay, fine. We know that the reason that there are literally dozens of people watching right this second that care deeply. Sorry, there's nothing to repeat. What? That wasn't me. That was your Siri, though. I, I don't know what she thought I said. I didn't say anything. There are dozens of people that want to know. What happened yesterday? So give us the play-by-play, the breakdown. Um, You weren't texting me. Your wife had to text me to fill me in on what was going on. I didn't even see that you were texting me until... What, do you not have your phone on you while you're preaching? Andrew, of course not. We had one service at 11 o'clock, so the anticipation was building all weekend for me. Andrew and I, we we did a little conference on Saturday. We'll get to that, but we're talking about tomorrow, or yesterday. I'm so tired. So if you were following along on my Insta stories, it it was a weird Sunday for me. I just I didn't know what to expect. I was excited and, and nervous. I attempted like to, I, I, I attempted like, to hide in my office. It's probably. coronation day. <laughs> I was hiding longer than I typically do in my office. Normally, I'm over in the worship center twenty minutes before service starts and just hanging out, greeting, talking to people. What was the intestinal distress factor like? <laughs> it was weird. I, I, don't, I don't even think I ate much until... I mean, I don't know if I ate much at all on Saturday. I didn't eat much until after on Sunday, so... <laughs> Jim says, the shirt is possibly senior pastor material, but Andrew's tie, that's lead pastor of Central <laughs> Campus material. <laughs> it is. So, I was at Disney last night, and I woke up... Not that late, but my wife was teaching because she does the VIP kid thing. Yeah. Right? 
children on me, and we have we're still dealing with the insurance issue. You're right, Spencer, insurance. And uh, so I had to climb up on the roof this morning. So I was like trying to get dressed real quick. This morning? Yes. I was trying to <sighs> put something on that I could sweat in a little bit, and I feel like my tie and my shirt are a little bit too matchy matchy. They they blend together. They blend. All right. So Tim, you a lot like my chin so to it's my neck. Ten. 47 you're still in your office still in my office i finally make my way over had a couple of friends surprise me from jacksonville which was cool one of my one of my besties he's probably watching right now austin thanks for coming hanging out his parents came too nice which is really cool because that was one of those like that was my other set of parents so it was really sweet and special to have them there and my mom was playing keys, and she was literally bawling the entire service. I didn't know that your mother was playing keys my in the mom, band. My mom is a rock star. I used to sit uh, on the piano bench with my mom <clears throat> while she played uh, in our sweet little Southern like Baptist church when my dad was preaching. I would sit right next to my mom, and I would often hit a key, and she would smack my hand. Mid-song? Oh, I would do it. I, I, I liked the high notes. <laughs> she, she would... Love that. So your mom's sitting. She's crying. She's sitting. She's feeling? standing. She's crying. I'm anxious, a little nervous. How are the pit stains? <sighs> Evident. Evident. Okay. <clears throat> I think I wore a, Did I wear a darker colored shirt? shirt? I did. Yeah. yeah, I wore a darker colored shirt on purpose. And then I had to preach. And somehow the 2,300-word sermon, which typically would have been a 25 to 27-minute sermon, I think ended up being right around 33 minutes. Nice. Which was... I was fine with that. Mm-hmm. Left, a, left a little room to, you know, add... And so then some Holy Spirit movement there. And then we transitioned right into the Je- meeting. Jeff says, hey, he's in a meeting, so he can't stay long. But he just wanted to say, hey, well, we'll turn the subtitles on for him after okay. and he can go back and read. Uh, Caleb says chopsticks. Yep. Yeah, that That's would awesome. be that would have been awesome. Austin Norton says, I think I pooped my pants. Austin was very nervous well. for some reason. He was just ner- he was just upset because he forgot his Sunday shirt, so he had to wear a Leonard Fournette shirt to church. Eh, I was all right with it. It's okay. It works. I was I was fine with it. It's fine. So we transitioned right into the meeting, and then they opened it up for Q and A. So, did you, were you expecting Q and A? We 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 were gonna, we were always going to open up and make sure that everyone was comfortable with the process, and they understood so what was happening. There was no, you know, in Jesus' name, Amen. Here's a quick benediction. Hey, <clears throat> if you are a member here, we would love for you to stick around. We've got this annual meeting. If you're not, you're still welcome, but you don't get to vote. Exactly. Was, was there who, was that was that I, was that you? Was I did, did some, that. Okay, I did that. So after after I preached, we had our closing song. Then a. Uh, it wasn't really much of a benediction. It was more of a, hey, if you're if you're not a member, we'd love for you to stick around. Obviously, you can't vote, but you're more than welcome to be a part so of this I'm next guessing aspect. someone called the meeting to order, probably. So then our, the our, chair of your board. Yes. The president of the BOE called the meeting to order. And then Steph and I stepped out for the Q&A. But by the time we got to the door, the Q&A was over because there were no questions. Oh. So there was no need for. Well, there was one big A. Right here. What does that even mean? Your big answer to the, like, Allen Iverson was the answer. <laughs> you weren't alive during the Allen Iverson era, but whatever. I once called someone a big A in high school, and he got really mad at me. His name was Adam, and I was like, big A. <laughs> I was being mean. Yeah. All right. So, All right, fine. so you go to step out. I go to step out. We don't really pants. step out. Don't really step out. Um, although Publix did a great job with our pull-apart cupcake cake. Ooh. They hand Hand draw, hand drew, hand drone. Okay, hand drawn. Hand drone our Lakeview logo. Ooh, it's really sweet of them. That was kind. So the Lakeview logo and cupcakes. There were two cakes. The, uh, <laughs> one there was, was a, a congratulations cake. It, there was, one a, was a, I'm so sorry this didn't work out. There cake. was a happy a happy clown cake and a sad clown cake, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> and then it was the the secret ballots. They were in alphabetical order. 
I stood in the back of the room and took pictures of my own. And we waited for the result. And how long did it take him to count? Uh, it took him like 10 minutes. I was texting your wife. I was like, he hasn't said anything to me. What's going on? I think my wife said she accidentally said to you, the vote is in dot, 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 and then didn't she respond. Did. That was what she did. I, so, so like we were so like, my kids were like dressed, ready to go to Disney. We're sitting here in this office. I'm telling Melissa, I'm like, all right, well, you know, give me a minute. I'm, I'm in the middle of something. And yeah. So yes, I got a, the vote is in dot, dot, dot. She's real sweet like that. All right. So. So then before they before they announced the vote, they brought Steph and I up and gave me a sweet little pastor's appreciation gift, which included a gift card and date night babysitting money. Nice. So we'll take that. Steph got an awesome bouquet of flowers. So in my head, that was either uh, thanks for all your hard work. <laughs> thanks. We'll, uh, we'll give we'll you three s- months of seven. Yeah, yep. And then when the vote was in, I, I just I looked at the ground. I didn't know where to look. I just kind of dozed off staring at the ground. And then it was, uh, it was all good things. Well, good. It was all good things. It was, there was ninety. I think there was ninety four yes votes and and three no votes. I mean, I all was, three were you. I was unanimously voted in. <clears throat> so I texted so Andrew the results, and his first response to me was not congratulations. Was not I'm so proud of you. Was not way to go, Tim. I know you've put a lot of hard work. And no, no. Andrew's first response was, wow. So how does it feel? To not have a unanimous decision because I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I was unanimously. Uh, how dare you, first of all. But just it's a testament to how well Tim knows his church. About two or what, two or three weeks ago, mm-hmm. I I sent him like we, we knew the day was. Coming. All right. So you got to get a little context. We, we, we play the over under game we, for we, everything. We're compulsive gamblers. Um, like seriously, for, even for like how long people preach. Yeah, oh, we, we, we were at a conference this weekend that we're going to get into in a second. And someone was preaching, and like we, when the guy stood up to start preach, we would set an over under for how long the person would preach. It's, I mean, typically, it's you know maybe we don't know the person, and we're just yeah. kind of basing it on or, how they how they present we themselves. Do the, we do know the person. Oh, we know we the person, it, and we set an over under. Yeah, but Tommy, so, that's why I texted you exactly how I was asking you how long your sermon was because yeah. we had an over under going on you, buddy. And uh, I won Tim by the took way. The over, <laughs> I took the and over and won. He won. <laughs> um, but but so I said over under. I think I said like ninety two point five percent. Right. Um, and Tim said, uh, take, I'll take the over. And then we set the, I think I set, you know, like, what, 70% of the membership right. voting, mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, being there to vote that day. Yeah. And Tim took the under on that, and both were were right. They he was He was right on both. So he knows his church oh so well, and it's exciting. It is exciting. It's, it's a, exciting it's a, times. It's kind and of a surreal feeling. Yeah. It's And it's been, I mean, we've been essentially talking about it on this show for six months. Right. It's been since Good Friday that something was going on. Right. I mean, I'm about about to enter into my second decade at the church. uh, And and you, and what, when we were on like episode 10 or 12 was Mm. when the letter had gone out to the congregation that you were the succession plan. So that. Right. 2018. So so there's, we've been talking about it for a long time. Hey, instead of doing uh, this at the very end of the show today, we're going to do it right now because it's kind of a natural transition from the. Here's the big thing that went on to sure. here's the rest of our week. So we're going to talk about some of our friends that make this possible. Talking about you, DYMU, hashtag train your team. It is the easiest, best, and fastest way to get your entire team trained up and ready. Up to speed, speaking the same lingo, train your team. Give Central. Usually I'm the one that says easiest and best, so now I've got to think of two more adjectives to describe Give Central since you stole mine for DYMU. So I'll just say give central. The simplest. The simplest and most 
efficient way. Perfect. To collect funds for your church, whether that's tithes and offerings, registrations or payments, you you name it, Give Central's the way to go. Andrew, we are a proud, proud, <clears throat> proud part of the DYM podcast network. Tons of great content, tons of great peoples, really just good human beings. I'm super excited that we get to hang out with all of our podcast network people. I absolutely just love it. About a month, month and a half, not even. We're getting close. In about 40 days at NYWC coming up. I feel like there's a, there's just one missing, though. I feel like. You know, like what if you're specifically middle school ministry? I feel like if there was a specific podcast that was specific to middle school ministry, I don't know. that'd be a great fit. Maybe if they talked about squirrels or something like if any, they were, any kind of rodent would do. Yeah, but like if they were like were both serving in middle school ministry, sure, both you know had master's degrees, not like a degree from an unaccredited fake Bible college, but like two. I don't know. I think I feel like there's there's got to be a place for that somewhere, but that's not for us to talk about right it, now. It's really not. Tim, we... First of all, hang on. Oh. Riley says, uh, I knew it was Tommy, and yes, always take the over on him. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Pertle says, quote, we're compulsive gamblers, end quote, this week's bid for Andrew and Timothy's attempt to get fired. Listen, I talked about taking a 13-year-old boy to a brothel on this show before, and we're still oh, here. Why did you... It was you were specifically never supposed to talk about that I'm not again. supposed to tell the story again, okay. so I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I thought I was just getting a haircut. I did just get a haircut. All I got was a haircut. <laughs> it was a barber shop. It was a barber shop with a back room that we didn't know about and we, we did, did not enter. They had like a big old glory to God sign on the back wall. They did. They did. Uh, we don't have time for that right now. So Timmy, we were at a conference this week. We we were invited to participate in the 4th annual or is it 5th? Oh. I don't I th- I thought that said something else. I Andrew can't read my handwriting for the show notes. I the can't. fourth annual Publicans Conference. True story. I can't read. It's very sad. <sighs> we were there. We were being Publicans, not Republicans. No, it's not a Republicans conference. It's a Publicans conference. Publicans. It's a conference for tax collectors. And sinners, because that's what Jesus said. For tax collectors, sinners, sinners, or owners of pubs. Or pubs in England. But So we were there. and uh, What were we doing there? I have no idea. About was, through the third sermon, I was like, I don't know if Andrew and I really fit. I texted all my that wife well. one of the the memes of like you know the different translations of the Bible as Star Wars characters or whatever. If you you know you know those things that are always popping up, you know, or like the cartoons, you know the like the different you know, KJV, Bible translations, you know, ESV, a yeah. little bit old school, but gets right. the job done. Or yeah. um, I felt like we were in one of those memes where everybody else was the hardcore ESV, like patches on the sleeves and a no pipe, yeah. and I was the TNIV. <laughs> it was... You were the reader's version, I, bro. I was, I was like the message simplified for children <laughs> in, in that setting, and it was... It was I don't, maybe we go to way too many conferences that have fart jokes, because Probably. this was definitely a... Well, no, it, it, was, it was a collection of sermons... It was someone called it a sermon fest. Yes, I, I thought that was appropriate. Yeah, it was a, there was a, there was a central topic, and the topic was worship, mm-hmm. and it was a sermon fest on worship. They did not and they didn't ask Andrew and I to preach. No, we were panelists. We were on a we discussion were, panel we were discussing worship. In Although your bit on the Book of Acts, I thought was a home run. Like there was like I thought I, I saw someone taking notes. I've read the Book of Acts before. It was good. 
Remind me to tell you something else that happened during that that we probably shouldn't discuss on the show. But Fair I wanna, enough. I want to make sure that you saw what I saw in the front row. Oh, boy. While that was going on. Oh, boy. Eric says, just got here due to a short staff meeting. I have a rare, serious question. Mm. I'm, are you, are you, do I'm we ready. go here yet? Okay, let's go. So, does slash will being a veteran youth pastor affect how you will treat the youth pastors under your 1, leadership? 1,000%, yes. <clears throat> I think there's no question. It absolutely impacts it. 1,000%. One of the things that we talk about, and it's like our friend circle becomes less youth pastor-centric and more lead pastors. Right. We... We kind of joke about the lead pastors that were never youth pastors. You can always tell because it's like you know they they expect regular office hours and they expect what what you know all kinds of other things. Sure. Um, I definitely I, I have worked for pastors that were youth pastors and I have worked under pastors that had never been youth pastors. And let me tell you which pastor I would rather work under. Just saying. So yes, no. I think, I think it's a good question. I. I agree. I, I think that there there absolutely is and, an impact like, there. And just in my world right now, um, you know, our our youth guy is getting married here in a couple of months, and he's going to be leaving. And it, it, in a way, I've kind of like put myself between him and some expectations that mm. you know whether or not are fair. He's not living up to. Um, and I'll, I'll say they're fair, but it's like I I, <laughs> I I I get where he is. Sure. In a way that other people mm. at the church don't. And so I'm going to stand in that place bef- between him and them because when you've been in that situation, I think it's easier to advocate for people in that situation. Yeah, I've, I've told time, my youth pastor, I'm going to bat for you every time. The you can, worst you can boss me. I have ever had was a youth pastor who kind of aged out, if you will. <sighs> yeah. And he, yeah. Uh, you know, he, he wasn't going to be a youth pastor anymore. He didn't have the qualifications in the but church. But he, he we wasn't. A lead pastor. No, he was, he was your boss. No, he was. He came in the church that I was at. We had replaced a children's pastor with a family pastor. Usually, it's like a hey, we have a youth pastor, we have a children's pastor. We're going to sure. have a family pastor. Kind of make sure that Oversight. they're on the same yeah. team and working together. It was the children's pastor left, and they're like, and the church decided we can run the children's ministry with volunteers. Let's get a family pastor in to kind of cast vision for the whole thing. And he was a youth pastor who was out of his depth and didn't know how to cast vision for the children's ministry. And so he decided to just on the youth ministry because that's what he knew. And so here we have this effective, efficiently running youth ministry and this children's ministry that desperately needed help. Mm. And so he was spending all of his attention in the youth ministry and it was just a disaster. Mm. So like, like from the first interview, I was like, red flag, this isn't going to work. And I'm not saying that one of us got fired but it wasn't me. But one of you got fired. Yeah. Logan says, hold up. <clears throat> Timmy's a pastor now. Hold Spencer up. says, my boy, Matt Noble was there speaking. Matt Noble did a great he job. He did a great job because he's a youth pastor. <laughs> <laughs> no, Matt like, Noble was awesome. Everybody you know, did a good job. It was, no, it they was really good. did. It was just, it was deep and it was heady. Yeah. And like, I don't know if my brain was more sore or, or my posterior was more maybe tired is better than sore your butt hurt yeah but it was at the end of the day it was like i don't know if i'm just exhausted from sitting or exhausted from thinking it was it was oh there was was some smart people in the room it was a yeah there were there were heavy hitters no there's no doubt about it intellectuals luke says apparently timmy richard says notice the random dym sticker on the wall yeah you saw Mm -hmm. that i love everything about that pretty sure augie gave that to me 
Thank you, Augie. I, yeah, there was like a whole thing, and then I ripped most of it because I don't know how to put it on. Derry Brinker just joined. If you if you haven't heard his latest episode, I think it's his wife telling his the story. Derry, I'm a little upset. I'm a little hurt. I haven't talked to you about this, Andrew, but I saw the, the post of your wife telling her story, and I noticed the picture of her arms wrapped around you, and I'm yeah, just wondering heck, why we didn't get the same we treatment. Didn't, we didn't get a prom pose when we were on an episode with you. Like, why wasn't Andrew and I wrapping our arms around you? For the interview, remember that time we helped you out with right. your with your podcast, Derry. Tim, we have another serious question that I can't read on my little screen over here. Hang on. Apparently, Timmy was in reference. Oh, Luke says Luke was wondering about um, the fake Bible degree comment. No, that that wasn't no, that wasn't that me. Was, no, that was just, that was just a general. Just in general, there's enough. There are, I don't know. I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm kind of in that. I am currently enrolled at New Orleans Theological Seminary. No, I am currently in that stage where every two seconds I'm getting a pop-up of a balding guy with glasses ready to earn your D-min. Yes, I would love a doctorate. Let me click on your tab. What's that? $750 for a doctorate? That doesn't seem real. That's what I was referencing. All of those that keep popping up. But again, the squirrels that we're talking about, I want to say Ronald's got a master's from... Southwestern? No, I think Southern. And um, Michelle just finished one from Azusa Pacific, maybe, in psychology. Mm-hmm. So two middle school pastors with fancy pants degrees who love those 11 to 13-year-olds. I love it. All right. Jim's got another Jim's serious got question. Another serious question. We got it. Just, why, why, don't make show notes. Just get serious questions. I'm fine week. with serious questions. It's I way think, better. Oh, it's awesome. Serious question for you guys and Derry. Derry, if you're listening, hop on here, buddy. Now that he's joined... How old is the oldest really successful youth pastor you've known? Asking because I'm 41 and seriously considering some midlife questions. I love my job. I'm clear on my calling. Just looking down the road. Great I would, question. I would go again to what Derry talks about with the the lane and the the passion, you know, being aligned. Mm. And sometimes, like for for me, when when I was coming into this role. It was, all right, I love youth ministry. I am okay to do youth ministry well into my 60s, if that's where God calls me. But I was like, I don't want to do any more lock-ins. I don't recover quite the same way that I used to after something like that. So I think I, my buddy Matt, who actually, we should talk about that. Did you see that Matt uh, Matt Agnew and Kathy Winstead were here? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, so two, two people some that I worked with, like in 2005, I didn't realize they just like showed up here as a, he was in town. She was in town. I think she lives that was really cool. farther away. He's out in California now, and they both happen to be in town this weekend and showed up at church to surprise me. Um, Matt just took a lead pastor position in California, but he was in youth ministry. Gosh, I want to say he's probably about 50, and he just took a step out a few months ago. Yeah. Um, and incredibly successful, ginormous church. But I think your role becomes more I don't even want to say supervisor I always I figured it was when I first started in youth ministry I was the 22 year old and I kind of saw myself as the cool older brother same the hey kids yep. drugs aren't cool yeah I was 19 um, I you know but so you kind of start out as you're the you're the cool older brother you move into the fun uncle stage about I don't know 25 26 <laughs> and then once your kid well you had kids at like 14 yeah but then once your kids are getting then you become the the dad and then you come the grandpa I think it's there's successful middle school and high school teachers that are in their 70s. Sure. So why wouldn't there be successful youth pastors in their 60s? Steve Colum says, my youth pastor is 54. 
Richard says youth ministry is my calling. I love, I love that too. And that's something we've talked about forever. We've never seen youth ministry as a stepping stone. No. Like that that's not how you or I ever entered into no, for, youth ministry. For me, it was the the opposite. There was um an article that I I want to say Barna did and it was talking about the desperate need for more young senior pastors because for the first time in, I saw that article. in church history or for what, whatever it is, youth ministry is something that you can you can do for a career. Because right. it used to be, you know, from 22 to 26, you do youth ministry to get the resume. But then once you actually need an actual paycheck, you go and do something else. But for the first time in church history, <clears throat> you can make a living and a career as a youth pastor. You can provide for your family. I love it. And, and so the problem with that is there are more and more 40, 45, 46, 48, 50-year-old youth pastors. And there are so many senior pastors that are pushing 70 there are more the the stat that made me willing to jump out of youth ministry wasn't so much a andrew this is where you know your goal has always been to be a senior pastor because that's not it yeah there are more senior pastors over the age of 65 than there are senior pastors under the age of 40 and there is a crisis coming and so that was the eye-opener okay Hmm. Bethany says, my dad was in youth ministry until he was 65 years old. How great. Your dad is a hero. That is awesome. Eric says, Jim, I'm 47. No stopping in sight. I've been asked to consider senior pastor more than once, but God continues to keep me in student ministry. We got got a lot of comments pouring in. Matt Mosley says, I'm 54. Can't imagine doing anything else. Stephanie Miller. Steph's jumped in. When's your next wives show? Live with the wives. Coming soon. Highest rated show in the first year. It really was. It, it really was. It wasn't even close. I've, I've always said, not always, but I've been t- pitching this idea to Melissa of we need to, you know, expand. And Did you know Richard was 41? I didn't. He looks way younger he than looked, I am. I thought he was younger than me. Richard Ball says, I'm 41. I've been doing various types of youth ministry for 20 years. We've got, like, youth ministry vets on here. But Why are they watching this I show? I think that we should make our wives do a show every week. We can call it The Preacher's Wives. Have <sighs> Whitney Houston in the background. That was a great movie. Oh, my gosh. Denzel Washington. Tyler Rowland says, I just took over from my father-in-law at my home church. He left youth ministry at 56. By far the best youth pastor. And one of our key volunteers um, is not a young lady. She's a little bit older, and she's awesome. And our students really relate well to her. So it's just, it's funny. Well, Shirley Bragdon, who, (laughs) when I came to the church, Shirley is years old. Mm -hmm. Um, It starts with a seven. And she was leading our youth group until really just about, what, 15 months ago. Steve so. Collum says the skit guys last podcast where the, the youth ministry Sherpas interviewed them. Mm-hmm. He said that was a good one on longevity in youth ministry. Yeah. That would be fun to yeah, check out. Possible. I can't even keep up right now. So much good the stuff. The dairy interview is helpful. Tyler says serve the same church for 30 years. Oh, my gosh. There's so much good stuff here. Andy says, I'm 40 and just accepted a new youth ministry. Andy, back in youth ministry? I love it. Richard says, speaking of crisis, how about that black hole in Fortnite? My my right. son has been freaking out all night my long. My sons have played all like three, night. three times ever. He woke up at 6.40 this morning and said, Daddy, is the black hole still there? So I immediately went to Twitter. I read him all the latest I could on what's going on with the black hole. Was it a hack? No, it's part of their game. Oh. Like, this is a part of their spiel. They are doing a massive update. It's going to be insane. Possibly a new land. So they're saying, ha, 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 you need us. Everyone's like, what about all the stuff that I've bought with my actual money? And they're like, don't worry. It's not going anywhere. It's coming. It's It's a lot of buzz. It's, People stopped talking about Fortnite, and now we're talking about it again. It's brilliant. I love it. We should do that with our churches. 
just quit for a few weeks? Like a couple hours. Speaking of, I don't know if this has anything to do with anything. I don't know like why. Twenty more comments. I just got so mad about something all of a sudden. So we are a church that we are in the middle of a downtown area, not like skyscrapers, and you know, but we're in a little downtown. Our main street here is super cool. Everybody wants to come and be a part of it. Every Sunday we have it's called the Market on Main Street, where they shut down one of the streets that is you know that our church is on. Um, and they have a little farmer's market, but about twice a month. I mean, really, it's all the time. The, right now, especially into the fall, from October till about March, at least two weekends a month, they have different festivals on the street. So it's like classic car show, or this weekend was the Shabby Chic Market. And so there's all this different these different artists and vendors out there. So at 8 o'clock yesterday morning when I got here, there were a bunch of big old um, Ford Eco lines parked in our parking lot. You thought they were visitors. No, they were not. I knew it was two hours before church. I knew they weren't visitors, but they were (laughs) vendors that had parked there to unload their stuff. And we only had, we don't have a whole lot of paved spaces here. No, you don't. We don't have it. We're the only parking lot downtown, but you had to kick that out. We had to, and they were so mean to us. They were like yelling and cursing. I was like, guys, like this is a, did you go out and ask them? Oh yeah. I went out there because you know, they were being mean to other people. And so finally I said, guys, it's it was like 8.57. I said, at 9 o'clock, we were calling the tow truck. This is private property. This happened yesterday? This, this was yesterday. You didn't tell me this. So Well, you were you had a pretty big day yesterday. <clears throat> Still. And, and, but they were, they were artisan bread is what they were selling. So they had like these two 15-passenger <laughs> vans That's awesome. full of bread that they were going out to. Like, who buys bread at a Main Street market? That's just weird. Did they leave? Yeah, they finally left. But so I was like researching buying car boots on Amazon. <laughs> just a, a boot is like seventy bucks. Do you remember the first NYWC that we went to together? You're my car start booting cars in your parking lot. Yeah, on the, Sunday mornings. For the love of Jesus. Heck yeah, they're just jerks. They were, <laughs> Andrew, such, they were such mean bread bakers, Tim. I can't keep up, Matt Moses. I'm 54. I can't imagine doing anything else other than youth ministry. I, these comments are awesome today. I'm loving this. This is so so good. Yeah, Ben says, I'm in the process now of considering a senior pastor role. I'll be 44 this year, been in YM for quite a while. I never thought I would even consider a move. I'm with you. I I, I remember just six or seven years ago saying, I I don't see myself anywhere else. At 33 or 34, I was like, never, ever going to happen. And then at 35, it it was abundantly clear. But the other two positions that I was, you know, strongly candidating for, the one that kind of made the church here offer was they were trying to fly my family up and it was a, a big multi-site church that wanted a, a, a more mature head youth guy to mentor the 22, 23 year olds coming out of Bible college. Sure. And that role would have been a sweet spot for me as well. But this happens to be where God called and I'm thrilled to be here, but it's ministry. It's all ministry. Whether Allison Williams says I'm 21. I'll probably stick around. <laughs> Yes, she will. Andy says you could just put a like a Jesus loves you or a DYM sticker on the boot before you boot the cars. <laughs> DYM boot, just put a little, D- DYM just, boot would be good. Just get Doug and Josh's faces. <clears throat> if you have a problem, here's the website you go to. Richard says those bread maker gangs are the worst. They are. <laughs> They've always got all this flour. It <laughs> smells so good, but they were so mean to me, Richard. You don't understand. I took we're, we're, I took pictures of their vans. I was going to ask if they were being Richards. <laughs> 
No, well, kind of, uh, but they were not this Richard, a different one. Different Richard. They were. Patrick Horner says, "Yo, Tim, forty-four, been doing student ministry since nineteen ninety-five. Yeah, Patrick, you know why I know you've been doing that, guys? You're gonna love this. I love it, Tim. You are going to love this. Patrick Horner, who just commented, uh, was my youth pastor. See, my youth. That was that, Patrick. I love you. I miss you. Why haven't you called me? Look at the bottom of my coffee cup. What happened to my? To be fair, to be fair, you did Facebook message me not all that long ago, and I still need to get back to you. How great is that, Patrick? How are you doing, buddy? Patrick, my youth pastor doesn't doesn't watch the show. Your youth pastor must my, not my have been a great youth pastor. Is, oh, he was a wonderful youth pastor. He's up in Wisconsin now. I thought you were going to say he's up in heaven now. No, I was going to feel really in, bad. He's up in Wisconsin, but I'm pretty sure he thinks that I'm not really saved because I go to a church that has a drum set on stage. And he's a <sighs> bit of a fundy, but. Still, I Matt Mosley says, hashtag don't be a Richard. Patrick says, at least they aren't <laughs> candlestick makers. That's true. <laughs> that could have gotten ugly. That's true. Candlesticks hurt. Yeah, especially if you're thrown. Andrew, it's, thrown it's a stop. You. It's 1136. We've, we've got stuff that we were going to talk about that no, we're not even, we'll, we'll save it for next no, week. No, they need to go celebrate indigenous people. Yes, they need to go, I don't know, Columbia what do 1492. You do? And you don't go to the post office, that's for sure. No, or, or you, bank. Yeah, you don't make your uh, offering deposit, that's for sure. So, I don't know what you do today, but here's what I Patrick do says, because you haven't given me my duct tape Bible back, no, no. <laughs> we're not getting. We're not going to lend on this note, Patrick. You gave that to me as a gift. The music is playing, Tim. I don't okay. care. Patrick, I was 15 years old. You gave that to me as a gift. I took it very seriously. I still have the duct tape Bible. No, we will fight. I'm not giving it back. We'll see you guys next week.